0: Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you.
1: Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who alone does wonders, who lifts up the lowly, and who fills the hungry with good things. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you.
2: Let us pray. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come. With your abundant grace and might, free us from the sin that binds us, so that we, we may receive you in joy and serve you always. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit. One God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. So what are we going to do in less than a week? Christmas. Christmas. And what do you do on Christmas morning?
1: Open your presents.
2: Yep. Open your presents. And now, what do you do when you get the present you really, really want? You're really happy. You're really happy. And are you excited? Yes. And excited. Well, today I'm going to talk about somebody who got really had a different reaction first. We're going to talk about the shepherds of the Christmas story. They were scared because the angels came down to them and they were scared. And what did the angels say? Don't Don't be be afraid. afraid. Don't be afraid because they bring good news of great joy.
1: Which is baby Jesus.
2: Which is baby Jesus. So then the shepherds went and they saw baby Jesus. Then they were so excited. Just like we are when we open our gift. (coughs) And then what did they do? Do you remember? Let's tell everybody. They wanted to tell everybody. And so, when it comes to Christmas time and the Christmas story, we are called to be like the shepherds—not to be afraid, to be really excited, and to tell people. Yeah.
1: About the story.
2: About the story about Jesus and about Him being born, being the Son of God. How fun is that? Are you guys ready to pray? Yeah. Dear God. Thank you for the good news that Christmas brings. Help us to be like the shepherds and to be so excited and share it with everybody. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. The
0: Holy Gospel according to Luke.
2: Glory 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 to you, O Lord.
0: John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, What then should we do? In reply, he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said, asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what should we do? He said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation. And be satisfied with your wages. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. I will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people, the gospel of the Lord.
2: Praise to you, O Christ.
0: You may be seated. So once again, we have this joyful text. That uh, superficially, it doesn't sound as joyful as some of our other texts. Of course, in announcing the coming of the Messiah, there is joy in that. And as Amanda told us, there is joy in the preparation. There is joy in the waiting. There is joy in the celebration if we allow it to be. Now, last, uh, two weeks ago, we talked about Christ coming as Savior of the universe. And then last week, I talked a lot about the institutions that were named that he was coming to upend. The, the institution of the Roman government and the, um, the local government and uh, Herod and the... the Jewish kingdom and the uh, priests of the temple, and 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 how those institutions um, needed to be, in many ways, broken open. Well, now we're narrowing even a little bit further from institutions to communities. How is Christ coming to communities, and what is? What is the call within those communities? You can probably guess what next week's going to be. Uh, but, well, I mean, besides the fact that you already know what next week's going to be anyway. But, um, this, this is more communal. The people who were coming to be baptized by John. He was talking to them as a community. He was talking about what should you be doing in your community. There's a couple of things that can be easy to miss or conflate or misunderstand. So in the verse 8 where he says bear fruits worthy of repentance. Bear fruits worthy of repentance. He doesn't say bear fruits worthy of salvation or bear fruits worthy of grace. He says, bear fruits worthy of repentance. Well, what does that mean? I mean, he gives some examples, but what does that mean in our lives? What is bearing fruits worthy of repentance? Okay, partially, is understanding that we need technology that from which we need to repent. we got to be honest about it. If we deny our brokenness, we deny the need for repentance, we deny the need for forgiveness, we deny the need for salvation, we got to acknowledge it why we do confession and forgiveness as part of every uh, Eucharistic service. It's important, though, for, for us to have integrity about the way we do that so that they're not just words that we say. Look yourself in the mirror sometime today. literally and pray what is it from which I need personally to repent some of our behaviors, beliefs actions, thoughts we know we're aware that they're sinful that they are not in keeping with God's uh, grace and God's call to love neighbor and God's God's call to be to be fully loved by the Lord there we know that there are places where we keep Jesus out because we don't want to change I've actually had just wonderful sometimes, sometimes um, kids are wonderful in the things that they'll say and I, uh, there was a kid who said I don't want to be baptized because then I'm going to have to be good okay um, I mean, obviously we grow into knowing that, that it's, it's not that simple. But in many ways, it's just this beautiful, rich understanding of what are we called to live into in baptism. Now, some of it we may be in denial about. And we have to take down the walls. We have to, to go past those words that tend to raise our hackles and make us deny. Uh, One of those is racism. We all participate in racist systems. Those of us who are white have all benefited from racist systems. The label racist can be a barrier for facing what we're dealing with, but the idea is that we are all, in some ways, racist. And what we need to do is say, in what race? Not am I or am I not, as though they're these nice, neat categories. But tell me that me saying the word racism talking about us being racist doesn't make you uncomfortable in your belly. It's uncomfortable. Well, that's that's one example. There are examples that get thrown around politically. Uh, there are examples that get thrown around when we want to we label uh, those with whom we're angry. But just pull out the Ten Commandments. You don't even have to go to racist. And say, in what ways? In what ways do I fail to love God above all else? In what ways do I fail? to acknowledge God as the Lord of all. In what ways do I murder? Okay, I'm, I'm going to take for granted here that nobody has murdered another human being. Um, but look deeper. In what ways do I act to undermine what is life-giving? In what ways... Do I take more than my fair share? In what ways do I fail to honor my parents, or my spouse, or my neighbor's fences, or the water boundaries, or the air? In what ways? So in order to get to repentance, you've got to ask the question. And then repentance is turning around. So that's individually. The problem is that I already said, Messiah came to community. So bigger than that, we have to look at, okay, in what ways do we need to repent as a community? both as a congregational community and also as a civic community, in what ways do we need to repent? What are we, what's happening in our community that is not honoring God that we can, we can identify ourselves participating in and we can identify ways in which we can behave differently? Now the bearing fruits worthy of repentance is the other place where we get mixed up. So, so besides the fact that we forget it's bare fruits worthy of repentance, not redemption, bare fruits worthy of repentance, sometimes we get stuck on the worthy as though worthy means if I bear these fruits, I will be worthy to receive repentance or something. Worthy can also mean of of commensurate quality or of equal value so when we say when we hear bear fruits worthy of repentance meaning bear fruits that are worthy to result from repentance bear fruits worthy Of bearing as living as one who has repented. Living in that repentance. You see the difference? Not worthy of gaining, but worthy of resulting from. It's kind of like that kid who told me, I don't want to be baptized because I have to be good. As we are baptized... to live a life worthy of that baptism that honors that past. As we wear the name Christian, we are called to live lives worthy of the name Christian. Again, both as individuals and as community. There are many things most of us can identify if we say, is this Christian? We might have to repent. Don't try to take it all on at once. And trust, and trust that the fire for that repentance comes from who? Whom? I guess from whom? Okay this one is an actual question. Who, who does it come from? God. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. God. So we don't have to be the source of the repentance. We have to be honest enough to hear it. We have to be honest enough to see it, and we have to be honest enough to receive it. But when John says, I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with fire and the spirit, it's interesting to to some of us, water and fire have these really distinct Uh, Images, But of course, water washes and fire purifies as well. So, he's going to purify us. That's the coming. He's the one who is going to give us the purification. And then coming out of that, coming out of that water, coming out of that fire, then we're called to live lives worthy of it, to bear fruits worthy of that. Fire with which we're baptized. And the other place I think we go wrong in this scripture, third place, is that John talks about how the axe is already at the base of the tree and, and um, his winnowing fork is in his hand and, and he's going to gather the wheat and the shaft will be burned. Okay, this is in the Gospel of Luke tells it a little bit differently from the way it's done in Matthew and Mark. He's not talking about people here. Good people that are wheat, bad people that are chaff. Now, what parts of our lives are wheat? That's the fruit. What parts of our lives are chaff? So that when we're looking at this, it's not a matter of am I in or am I out. It's a matter of I'm in, the other guy's in, the person who irked me this morning, okay it wasn't this morning, sorry. Um, The person who irked me most recently is in. But there are parts of us that need to be purified away. Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Look at the mirror physically of yourself. And then this week, whole week, look at us congregationally as a mirror. And pray for the humility to say, in what ways do we need to repent? It's It's a bigger problem, so I'm giving you more time. so that we can welcome that messiah and receive all that purification that he's coming to give that's the joyful piece is that he's coming to make us better he has come to make us better He will come to make us better. It's a has been, is happening, will happen. We are
2: simply called to receive it. In this season of watching and waiting, let us pray for all people and places that yearn for God's presence. Nurturing God, you give us life and care for our every need. Use the church's gifts and ministries for your service, bringing your word to all who seek your transforming grace. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Creator God, you proclaim your boundless love for all that you have made. Renew barren lands, polluted waters, and melting ice caps. Make us servants of your creation that brings forth abundant life. Hear us, O God. Your mercy Mercy is great. Righteous God, you bring down the mighty and lift up the lowly. Strengthen those who seek justice. Bless the work of community organizers, activists, journalists, and all who call our attention to imbalances of power. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great compassionate God you proclaim your love and mercy show your loving-kindness to teen parents and those who are pregnant comfort any struggling with infertility and those who await test results are in treatment and hospice care and recovering from disasters and hoping of news of missing loved ones hear us O God your mercy is great Gracious God, you fill the hungry with good things. Bless the feeding ministries of this congregation and community. Guide us to share your bounty with those who hunger or live in poverty. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Faithful God, you stir up the hearts of those who love you. We give you thanks for those, like Mary, who are courageous in their witness. Give us such courage until that day when you fulfill all things. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of new life, you come among us in the places we least expect. Receive these prayers and those of our hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is the part of
0: our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which is helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC Food Pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are
2: gathered together in song and prayer. And we pray, God of our waiting and watching, we offer the gifts of our hearts and our lives to the service of all your people. Prepare the way before us as we meet you in this simple meal through Christ Jesus, our pathway and our peace.
1: Amen. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us.
2: And if you would join me in the mission statement, the mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people.
1: Please receive the blessing. The God of hope, fill us with all joy and peace in believing so that we we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit through Christ Jesus for whom we wait. Amen.
2: Amen. In peace, Christ is near.
1: Thanks be to God.
2: This has
0: been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.